Oh, this is so good. Oh, I tell you actually when I heard this. Uh-huh. But I knew, for some reason I knew this was... Is this it's not Wu-Tang? No. Well, no, this is just ODB. But he obviously doesn't remember. Well, um, yeah, I instantly recognise this because this is in Luke Cage. Uh-huh. He listens to this when he goes in because he's first big sort of smashing the fuck out of people. Nice. Puts the headphones on, hood up, then just goes in and just beats the crap out of people. <laughs> anyway. Wolf Mother. Victoria. My mother said I was victorious. This is the fourth studio album, or their fourth studio album, not the fourth. Yeah, get it right. Ever. Um, their fourth studio album, released 19th of February 2016. Uh-huh. Um, reached 25 in the UK, mm-hmm. one in the US rock and metal charts, 71 in the US Billboard 200. Uh-huh. It only reached 129 in France. Ugh. Were they really looking to crack France this no, time? It was just out of the list of charts, it was just the one that stood out. I was like, oh, France, why are you playing that? Uh, <sighs> but, uh, yeah. Um, there's there's a note in uh, iTunes that I hadn't noticed before um, that says uh, uh, he stretches convincingly on the romantic acoustic balladry of Pretty Peggy and the driving pub rock of Best of a Bad Situation, which echoes early 70s Rod Stewart. Now, I don't know who wrote this. Everything they just suggested is something I hate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, said, I did sort of check out a few reviews for this one as well. Rod Stewart's name seems to come up a lot in a lot of the reviews. Mm. Um, and also, a lot of people, in, even in sort of bad reviews for this, are saying how much they sort of liked Pretty Peggy. And spoilers for track four... The worst fucking thing on the album. Well, um, I I can't lie. My notes for this song, <coughs> uh, for this album, are literally squeezed onto one page, which no. I've never done before. No. So um, I don't think this is going to go well, well for anyone. Well, let's do a little bit of a review roundup. Review roundup. I have pop matters. Sorry. Spoke over their jingle there. <laughs> <laughs> the never ending review roundup jingle. Oh. <laughs> so, any little jingle would come in here. It's instantly better than that. You know that thing they did on How Did This Get Made for a while, where they all sing a line and then let people remix Yes! That was some of the worst shit I've ever had to listen to. You know, people remix it. It's just, I think it's because. Because they didn't pick a key first. Yeah. <laughs> or anything else. And they Paul thought it was... Shears a... line was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Jason's was alright, but I think I'm biased towards Jason because I like him most out of the three of them. And June's was just fucking awful. No, it's just, you know, yeah, again, every time they put it to music, they didn't take into account what key anyone yeah. was singing in. I mean, if you sing in a different key to what the song's in, it's going to sound terrible. Um, but there's not... I don't know, but I just thought the, what the, obviously they just improvised the lines at the time. Oh, just terrible. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> so so review roundup. <laughs> Second opinion from top <laughs> to bottom. The music is done. Pop matters and uncut gave it seven out of ten. Consequence of sound D plus. God, All if you give something a D plus, <laughs> you're really trying to show that you'd like to give it better. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a... 
All Music, two and a half stars. Classic Rock, five out of ten. Kerrang, four stars. Out of ten? Out of five. I know, they're idiots. What the fuck happened to Kerrang? They used to have bulls. Record Collector and The Observer, three stars. Out of ten? Out of five. Fuck's sake, what is wrong with these people? DIY, two stars. Out of ten? Five. Come on! (laughs) The Boston Globe reviewed it. Unfavorably. <laughs> That's my favourite one. Uh, so Metacritic give it a 61 out of 100 for the aggregate. Well, yeah, that's about right, but that's madness. So, um, and see, so now, Wolf Mother, it's a band that I know exist. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is better than some of the stuff we've ever done, because I never knew half these people. Well, you picked this if you didn't know what but, it was. Well, no, because it was, it was basically going, what's coming out, and looking at a list of yeah, yeah. releases and going, oh, that one, that one, that one. Now, I really knew... All I knew about them was... You played a song by them on Guitar Hero. Well, there was that. There was, all, was Joker and Thief or something. Yeah. There was... Um, Every trailer for a Hangover film has a song by them. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was... Um, I think it was Cloverfield that brought them to my attention. Um, Where are they in Cloverfield? Because well, it was in... Were they crushed it, by the head of the Statue of Liberty? It was in one of the sort of kind of very things. Because they, they've got the line in their song about field of clover and stuff and they used it in the viral marketing for that and it's somewhere buried in there in the film and that's when I sort of first heard them TJ um, Miller's first role and you never see the cunt it's really quite upsetting right well Cloverfield person I didn't mind Cloverfield oh no I like I didn't mind because it's obviously yeah. it's Lizzie Kaplan as well yeah. and she's everywhere now but TJ Miller right we all love TJ Miller and he got to play the very Hilariously named Hud. Well, because yeah. his name is Hudson. Oh, yeah. And a Hud is a heads-up display. Heads up display yeah, yeah, and yeah. so, and he was the cameraman. Uh, so you never saw his face. Oh, you just okay. heard him say ah! a lot. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I didn't like that film, but yeah, the monster was really disappointing. I don't think that was the point, though. No, no, but it was just. Uh, it's like uh, the the end of Ten Cloverfield Lane, which I will not spoil here. No, I've still not got into watching that. It's on the hard drive, and mm. I will. Um, I've heard very good things about it. It's very good, and mm. uh, and uh, to keep her streak of uh, wonderful B movies going, um, Mary Elizabeth Winston's great in it. Previously, I'm brain dead. And. Uh, <laughs> I think it's again John Goodman's. Hmm? John Goodman's amazing in it, apparently. Is he? Well, he I, is. I can't tell you a film he's bad in. Might I think that. So why would I even mention that? <laughs> the guy out of Short Term 12 is amazing, isn't it? Uh, let's just go. Because they're, they're, they're all terrible songs. Yeah. Not to... Uh... One... It's very exactly what you'd expect yep. from... Wolf Mother. Or a band called Wolf Mother. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, well, knowing some of the, again, a few of their previous things, it just sounds very familiar. Sorry, what? It just, get, going by their sort of previous stuff that I did actually know, it just sounds very mm. safe and the same. I said, always have liked his voice, because he does sound like a bit like a young Ozzy Osbourne. Alright, I hate but, his um, voice. My, my first uh, note is... Fuck you! These vocals can uh, can. Te- uh, I feel like I want to. Uh, no, 
I'm actually personifying the vocals themselves outside of the person. These vocals can tear off their genitals and stuff them into their fucking fantasy ass. Don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly not in a good mood the day I wrote this. Musically, I've heard better. True. It'd be hard to hear much worse Mm. and get released. We haven't mentioned the title list. The the love that you give. Yeah, but, you know, it doesn't even... That doesn't even seem relevant to anything in the song. The next song is called Victorious, Mm. and yet isn't a cover of Victorious. No, it's... And therefore... It's a a reboot. Yeah. Uh, rebooting the classics, that's the problem. It's weird how they write music because it sounds very much like. It just sounds. It's both incredibly familiar and incredibly annoying simultaneously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just, it's just like everything they've done before, just, I didn't yeah. realize, I didn't even realize that note I gave, that wasn't for the, that was for this track, oh. like the first track I was so bored, I really, merely wrote, early 90s Aussie, so I was sort of in agreement, while at yeah. the same time being like, yeah. Oh, this was released on the 20th of November 2015 and reached number 26 in the US mainstream rock chart. Number 20? 26. 26. Your wallpaper looks like GPS pins. Which is probably... I only just noticed that because of how boring this album is. Yeah, pretty much. Baroness, track three. three. The band Baroness are infinitely better than this band. So, as a, t- a tip to the uh, Wolf Mother, don't name any tracks after good bands from now on. I see, it's three tracks, and it's. Of all the stuff we've listened to for this podcast, mm. this seems like the, the laziest album ever. But just like, I've oh, got an album, right? Throw any old shit out. I've got, yeah, a, few, yeah. I've got a few ideas knocking over, leftover from the last album or whatever. And again, yeah, that'll do. Again, is that 10 tracks yet? Moving on. It's, yeah. They're not trying. It's just, yeah, there's no passion there. But then my notes aren't even trying this time. They, literally, I said this bag about, I look over at my notes, I already said that in the notes. <laughs> it's almost like, it's like, what if the band Clutch was shit and fronted by Ozzy now? Mm. None of that really suggests anything good to me. Mm. Track four, Pretty Peggy. Spoilers, we've already talked about this a bit. Yeah, it's uh... (laughs) 
And considering it's about strap-ons and butt love, I don't... It doesn't seem to, say, like, really get... The metaphor's really deeply hidden. I can see it. It's like, your album hasn't started getting... It hasn't even started getting going yet, because it's getting... Your first three tracks are... And then you slam the brakes on and stick this in. And it's... Uh, well, my entire description of this track is it's too much like a wanky Coldplay track. No. This doesn't sound like Coldplay. This sounds like... Like, Coldplay would at least have some sort of talent to it. This is what you would sing around a campfire making it up with your family for a laugh. No, but I mean... Well, no, there's, there's that, there's that layered chorus thing. It'd be, I mean, thing where it'd be a, a, it would be that point in a Coldplay like live gig where everyone else fucks off and it's just the dude sitting there with a piano singing this shit. Yeah. You know, when it's just all focused on him and he's like, look how good I am. No, because it's wanky. Um, I've forgotten what the Coldplay guy's name is. Chris, Chris Martin. Chris Martin. City Lights. Nice. My finger really hurts as well. I don't know where it's the as well. It was just like in here. Just, it was just, there was nothing there. But it was just... Oh, no, I, uh... Oh, are you like... Ooh, yeah, no, a chunk of my uh, yeah, finger got ripped out by a uh, rusty nail. Ooh. I forget what's in that cocktail. No, no, no. That was um, a terrible joke. I apologize. Yeah, no, it was... I blame the music. It wasn't that bad till I started uh, guitar practice last night, and then it really was in a bad place. And talking about being in a bad place, this song, Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, see now, I but I still think. Are you sounding alright over this, or is it? Hmm? Are you sounding okay over this music, or? Yeah. Oh no, it's fine. Okay. It's um. It's. I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, it's not as terrible as what's come before it. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's too restrained still. It's, yeah. It's, it's just kind of dull, you know. I yeah. can imagine it being a unmemorable Guitar Hero track. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. But, you know what I mean, you're halfway through. This is probably halfway on the vinyl. Yeah. And you're like... Is it? Yeah, because it's 10 through. And, like, my, my, like... I don't even write a note for the last track. I can't even be fucked. Oh, wow, so I, if you look at all the notes, yeah, right, I've got left. I reckon there's less than twenty words in, in, include, yeah. excluding like subtitles. Well, so you, I eventually, I have actually written tra- um, notes for all tracks in this one. Oh no, I've I written know, notes for I, all. No, I see normally yeah, how I sort very, of skip the last. Yeah, couple yeah. Um, so the simple so life, just shooting through this thing. I it's actually just, don't mind the guitar lines. No, I think this is. I think yeah, it's probably the best track on the album, but mm-hmm. it's kind of slim pickings. Um, and so I've got around two minutes is where it gets good. Oh, let's see if I can do this. If I skip that up, I could be wrong. Two minutes exact. Oh, you're insane! Uh, I could be wrong. What if? What if this band was raped by Doctor Who? Oh, I've made a terrible mistake. 
<sighs> we sampling hashish today, you were listening to this? <laughs> um, the best of a bad situation. Is it? I don't know. I can't remember. I like my note on this one at least. What if Axel Rose was still shit? My only note that is worse than pretty Peggy? Question mark. It's a toss up. That Axel Rose footage of him singing with ACDC is pretty good though. I when you like when you still got the leg in the cast. Yeah, yeah. I haven't actually seen him since he's been able to move about, but because I remember seeing somebody shared it on Facebook, and I was like. I'll have a quick listen and see sort of what sort of oh. train wreck this is. <laughs> is that all right? No, no, it's the best I've ever seen ACDC oh, in like good. 10 years. Yeah, so I pushed play and sort of went, okay, here we go. And, just, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll let them off. That's mm-hmm. actually a pretty good choice. Uh, well, we did Gypsy Caravan. Are you still allowed to use the term gypsy? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Is it? Yeah. Oh, God. It doesn't feel very good to me. Um, no. <laughs> I like the fact that the only notes I wrote on this is quite like it. Uh, but not so much uh, that I can be asked to comment on it. I, a lot of the, sorry, because I was struggling for anything to say about this, mm. it's the only time I really look up actual reviews for things. Yeah, yeah. And they all, this is the chart that they all went mental about and said how great it was. And it's just like, no, but it's just so bland and safe mm-hmm. still. It's, uh, but I say, when you're dealing with everything else in this album, mm-hmm. then, yeah, I suppose it's kind of, I think I'd actually prefer The Simple Life to this for some reason, but. Yes? I can't remember. Uh, Already. Only a few tracks past it. I can't remember which one they said I liked. Oh. Happy Face. The song if, about the biscuit. If anyone's wondering why I'm shooting through this just so fast, the whole album's only 35 minutes long, yeah. and it seems like a waste of time to spend twice that long on it. Yeah. I uh, reviewed this with one word. Meh. <laughs> I mean, two words. Upsettingly mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, my I started to write notes for Eye of the Beholder, and I scribbled them all out. <laughs> so I was like, is it, does it not even deserve words? What? Well, see, now. Have you listened to her? See, now. I don't mind the guitar sound. What I was going to say is the, I said the opening of this track um, promises more than it can deliver. <laughs> Do you think this sort of opening is kind of like a bit white stripesy? Mm hmm. Um, and that's it. So this is notes written here that as I read them, I kind of go, I know I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about when it comes to this stuff, but I always give it a bash anyway. Um, and I think one of the issues with this album I've got is that everything is too. Too crisp and everything. Mm-hmm. It needs yeah, yeah. roughing up and again. Uh, 
No, it's very much a digital album, but right. you want it to be. You want it to be a bit more yeah. analog, like it's like it's real. Yeah, because it's just it's just so. I, you know, I've got. I don't mean to dive straight into final thoughts, but oh, I, I, I've I've no notes left. You know what so. I mean? I was like, there's two good tracks, and I've got an asterisk, and then I have to look at the asterisk. The simple life, man. And and I did actually put Gypsy Cow in, so, but I was I yeah. don't I don't like it this time, man. So there you go. Yeah. But as I say, every track is ruined by shitty vocals. Yeah. It wouldn't be hard to listen to something better, but if you did, uh, go and listen to Blast Tyrant by Clutch. Hey guys, Gareth. Looks like the last few seconds of the podcast got uh, I don't know um, fucked. <laughs> But uh, shockingly, considering it, we are 21 minutes, 10 seconds into this podcast right now, we were wrapping up because there was nothing to say. And I was in a remarkably bad mood for some reason. Anyway. Next week, I believe we're doing uh, uh, Blowout Comb by Diggable Planet. Uh, and until then, take care. Bye-bye.